But right now, it's time to head to Rio. bit strange today. I'm normally across a desk from this man, but today he's on the other side of the world. I'm talking of Dave Robbo Robertson, and he's in Rio, and he's been good enough to take a call late at night. Robbo, how are you? Hey, Bom Gia. Hello. Good morning. How's things, mate? I'm going well. Oh, that's fantastic. I'm glad we were able to uh, touch base with you. We tried on a couple of occasions through the week without success, but we've got you for the main gig Saturday morning, our regular spot. What's it been like for you over there? Mate, it's been uh, it's been busy. I've got to say, and I, you have to excuse me. I, my voice is uh, at about seventy percent. I've, I've I've lost a little bit from all the cheering we've been doing uh, at the at the sporting venues, especially the athletics and the triathlon yesterday. But so, oh, look, the Olympic Games. Yeah, we we I guess we knew to expect that. It's it's pretty busy. There's things to tempt you to go and and watch and cheer all the time. But uh, Rio itself has been a, has been eye opening. I've got to say, Hanno. Um, you know, I'm here travelling with my good mate Mossy, and we've had a few. Discussions about what we've seen and experienced. It's uh, yeah, it's, it's it's a it's a third world country in many ways, and um, you know a lot of poverty here. Some interesting smells, and uh, you know it's not it's not uh, it's not the, uh, the the pretty picture that we have in in Newcastle, and the, I guess the stability of society and things. So it's interesting to to, to reflect on how they got the, the Olympic Games in the first place uh, seven or so years ago. But uh, look, it, the games has been a lot of I guess hype about. Were they ready for it, and would they be able to pull it off? And, and look, on the whole, I think it's, it's worked out really well. And the people here are super, super friendly. They're, they're keen to make sure we have a good time, that we get shown around, and we, we know where we're going. And, uh, yeah, we, we, we've been able to sort of soak ourselves uh, in, in the sport and, and really get a sense of, um, of that, yeah, the international community here coming together. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's been super exciting and a few days to go for us. So still on a, riding on a high. Robbo, uh, is Rio what you expected? Uh, are the conditions worse than you than you expected over there? I mean, you mentioned the lifestyle for the for the you know for the general uh, public, the you know the community over there. Has that surprised you? Look, I think uh, it, it probably has. I hadn't didn't really know what I was what we were in for, Hanno, in a way, and uh, the, the sheer volume of, of people in the city. I, I mean. Uh, just here in Rio alone is 12 million people, and uh, you look at the the layout of the land here. It's, there's, there's the favelas, uh, which are well documented, but they're yeah they're they're taking up land up right up into the the hills, and um, it's very very densely populated. Um, it is beautiful. We we today we had a, a tour tour day. We got up to the Christ the Redeemer statue. We got up to Sugarloaf Mountain. You, you start to take in the city from those sites and you can see just how beautiful it is. They, they call it the Citad Marvelosa, which means the marvelous city and you can see the attraction. It is a, it is a stunningly beautiful city. Um, it's just got, yeah, uh, lots and lots of people here and, and some with some, some big social problems. Um, and I, I, look, I'm not sure what the Olympics, what, what effect the Olympic Games has on Rio. I, I suspect the rich possibly become richer and the, and the poor don't really benefit too much from it all and, and mm. probably aren't attending. You, you're seeing some crowd numbers um, are very, very low and we've experienced it at some of the events we've been to where uh, stands, you know, they're barely half full. So I, I guess it's not a high on the priority if you're, um, you know, if you're struggling to eat and struggling to put a, a roof over your head. So 
It is interesting, Hammer, um, but, but you know, nonetheless, we we've enjoyed being over here, and um, yeah, you know, being part of the Olympic Games is something very, very special. Yeah, you make a good point about the um, some of the stands. I, I was watching some of the events uh, early in the games, and I think um, some of the beach volleyball, and there wasn't even you know it wasn't even half capacity. I'm thinking, so this is the Olympics. Surely, if you're over there, you, you're going to have full stands, and that was a surprise to me. Now, I believe you were able to see Usain Bolt in action. What was that like to see him run live? Yeah, that's right, Hannah. He requested that uh, Mossy and I were there for, for his final Olympic individual events. And we well, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> um, no, he insisted. And so, yeah, actually the first uh, first athletics action we saw on the Sunday night we were here was Bolt's uh, semi-final and then his final. And that was full that night. That was the fullest we've seen that stadium and... Uh, probably the biggest impact of his his race that night was the, the dead silence around the full stadium for 10 seconds or so before the gun went off. And once that gun went off, it was just mayhem. And then it's just, when Usain Bolt's on the track, it's just, uh, it, it, it captures everyone and everyone's got the iPhones out and the, and the cameras out. And uh, and then it's just party time for, you know, for an hour or two after that. And everyone's just on a high and he, he brings so much to uh, to the fans. He, he he's, a, he's charismatic. He's entertaining, and uh, and then he's got this ability to pull it off too. And um, the way he wins is is stunning. And he looks just so relaxed and does it so easy. And we were very lucky to be out there at the stadium again last night to see him win the 200 meter final, which he did a lot easier. And uh, yeah, and again we were partying with the Jamaicans, and um, it's a, it's a special thing. So he's he's in in action tonight in the four by 100 relay. We haven't. Got a ticket as yet, but we're hopeful to get out there and and see him complete um, an amazing triple triple uh, with, with yeah nine gold medals across three Olympic games. So amazing to be part of that history. You'll pick a ticket up, don't worry. If, if you and Mossy can't get a ticket, no one can get a ticket. <laughs> now, I want to ask you about Scott Westcott. You, you've been seeing Scott, uh, you know, he's got the marathon to come. Is he relaxed? Is he a bit nervous? Uh, what's his expectations? How's he feeling? Yeah, it's an interesting one for Scott because he is on the very final day, and um, I, I think you know as much as anyone, he's, he's had such a long wait. What's another few few days, I guess, for him? And he's just soaking it up. And I think he's um, he's pinching himself. I, I I've been saying to some people, I've got a sore arm from I'm pinching myself that I'm here. But I think he's he, his arm would be even sore because he he's like a, a kid in the candy store, and he. You know, he's in the Olympic Village and he's hanging out with the boomers and he's seeing, you know, some of the best athletes like Usain Bolt brushing shoulders with them in the village. So he's he's on a high still, but he's he's not, he's very relaxed and I and I think very comfortable and, and very confident uh, still of, of what he's going to be able to do on the day. And um, yeah, we caught up with him at the women's marathon. He was out having a run, and then of all places, I, I actually went went for a run with Scotty just two nights ago at a, a golf course here with uh, with one of his sponsors. Um, they'd taken over a golf course and I was uh, lucky enough to be a guest there and went for a run and, you know, he was in such a relaxed mood. We actually went chasing one of the local uh, uh, wildlife, the um, capybara, which is like a, a cross between a uh, wombat and a hippo. And we went chasing this thing and it, you know, it went into the water and next minute it pops off the other side. And, yeah, if, um, if any of your listeners have, have ever seen them or looked them up on, on the web, um, they're an interesting creature, a, a rodent, I believe, but... Um, yeah, I was. Yeah, shoulder to shoulder with Scotty Westcott, and we were we were chasing this thing around the golf course. So that sort of paints a picture of just, I guess, how relaxed he is. And 
and um, and really looking forward to making the most of, of his big big moment. It's a career-defining moment that's about to happen. He's only a couple of nights away from it now. All right, we'll pass on our best. I know we've we've had a fair bit to do with Scott on the twelve uh, on twelve thirty three, but tell him we'll all be watching, we'll all be listening, and uh, all the best in the marathon, and all the best to you, Robbo, and thanks for taking the call this morning or this evening, as it is for you in Rio. Yes, thanks very much, Hamo, and we'll be cheering on behalf of all of Newcastle and the for Scotty in particular on Sunday night your time, and that'll be ten thirty. PM. So uh, yeah, look out for you. Might see us with our inflatable kangaroo jumpy out on the streets on Sunday. We'll be looking. Thanks, Robbo. <laughs> Cheers, mate. See ya. There's uh, Dave Robbo Robertson live from Rio.